Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, a podcast where fabric enthusiasts and DIY gurus discuss all things make your own gear, with the occasional poor attempt at comedy to keep it interesting. I'm Kyle Baker, the owner and founder of Ripstop by the Roll, and we're excited to have you listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, episode 39. Uh, we've got a lot of new stuff. We've got new equipment, new building, new studio, and, uh, well, just same old us. What's up, guys? Yo. Hello, friends. So today we're talking all about tape, and I want to begin by telling a funny story about this here backpack. Carter, I think you've actually seen this one before. This is one of my first fast packs, but also the, uh, the culprit of maybe one of my favorite MYOG stories that has to do with tape. So I made this. This is, what is it, 3.5, no, 5.3... Woven DCF, something like that? Or woven dy- with Yeah, it's dynamo? like some TPU-coded... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like dynamo, a Packraft type Fabric deal. with Dynamo. Not Super nice. cool. I wanted to make this into a, a running vest, as you see, a fast pack. It's awesome. I really like this thing. But... Uh, when I got it, Carter was like, hey, you should really tape that. This was super early on in my MYOG experience. So I got some tape from work, went home, and I was like, okay, this stuff's kind of cool. It's like, but it, it does seem kind of thick, actually. Like, I don't know. Just Then I put it on and, and saw And behind the daisy chains, I was like, why do you – I don't really like seeing the tape. So I rolled it down. It's like sick. This thing's now super waterproof, pretty bomber. I, I'm, I'm learning this, DIY, uh, this MYOG DIY, DIY thing like pretty damn fast. I'm kind of kind of a legend. So I bring it into Carter the next day, That's and I, I was like, dude, check this out. I have made a fast pack, and I taped it. Like, this thing is super waterproof now. Carter's like, this thing does look really good, like really nice pocket. Um, what, what tape did you use? It's like, DCF tape, dude. I always use DCF tape. Like, why, why else? what else would I use? It's like, yeah, man, that's a... Uh, that's double-sided tape. That's just paper backing you have right now. <laughs> yeah, he literally had his backpack. If you don't, I mean, we'll get into it later, but if you haven't seen, like, just any double-sided tape that you would use, like, to hang something on the wall, right, you you un, you un, uh, you peel off one side, which is paper, stick it to the wall, and then you peel off the other side, and then you stick, like, a, a poster on it or whatever. <laughs> well, he used that double-sided tape that we sell to, like, bond DCF together, but he just had the paper on the back. So it was literally just like, it looked like the inside of like a craft fair. Yeah. Looked in there. It was hilarious. It was really bad. So that is now fixed. That's a functional pack with actual DCF tape. But that's a little precursor to what you can look forward to in this episode. A few other announcements though before we get going. One, uh, you already know we're talking about PSAs today. Not duct tape, which we'll get to later, but just tapes as a whole. Uh, other things to note, we have some really cool recycled materials coming out, as well as a full kind of sustainable initiative that we're going to be instituting very, very soon. So look forward to that. Uh, the podcast is evolving. You can already tell. We have like actual equipment. We're in the new space, more or less, here. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. And April 1st will be the official start of our brand new podcast um, revamp, if you will. Same podcast with hopefully more content, better content, more refined, hopefully better production quality, and, and things like that. Um, also, another thing to note, we're doing a 100K Reddit giveaway. Uh, we are giving away some of our upcoming stretch mesh. That's going to be very, very cool. Um, it's not out yet, but it is our own Venom stretch mesh. So look for that, especially if you're on Reddit. Last and final announcement, we're going to be at Trail Days. Super Yo. pumped to be heading out there. Uh, so April, or no, May 13th to 15th in Damascus, Virginia. So come check out our booth, see what we're all about. Come chat with us if you want to see us, if you want to talk to Carter and ask him, uh, you know, anything. Hugs for $1 if you're interested. Or if I'll actually take $1 to not hug you as well. <laughs> so 
Either way. <laughs> All right. Either way, he gets a dollar. That's right. Either way, there's a dollar shared. Yeah. Okay, on to the episode. Things are going to get sticky. Okay, guys, today we're talking about pressure-sensitive adhesive seam-sealing tapes. We get this question pretty much every day, whether it's a ticket, Instagram question, YouTube question, and it's super valid. But why are these tapes so popular? Uh, so first off, uh, I want to mention that we carry about 22 fabrics that you can seam-seal with tape. Um, and those include you know, everything from X-Pack, DCF, uh, some things from challenge sailcloth and i mean honestly it's it's important because um anybody that has made something with any of those fabrics um has has you know come to a position in like their project where it's time to finish those seams and you're like well i don't really want to bind this because it's waterproof waterproof fabric so what is the best way for me to seal these seams while like so so that i can uh, protect the structure of the seams as well as uh, uphold the waterproof integrity. So that's why it's important. What types of PSAs do we carry? Because, I mean, there's a lot of different types of tape out there, but, like, there's only a few seam sealing tapes, if you will. Sure, yeah. Uh, one quick thing. We actually talked about this the other day. So PSA in general, it sounds like some, you know, it's obviously an acronym and it gets thrown around a lot on different forums, but pressure-sensitive adhesive tape is literally every tape you've probably ever used in your whole life. So duct tape, scotch tape, uh, kinetic tape, all of those tapes are just, all that means is that whenever you press it down, that's what enacts the adhesive to stick better, to get better adhesion. So it's nothing insane. Like, I mean, there is cool technology behind some of it, but overall it's just tape. So we carry quite a few. Um, we obviously have the DCF repair tape, we have the newly released uh, Dimension Polyant uh, repair tape that has PET face. And we also have a few other tapes like Tenacious Tape patches and Reflective Tenacious Tape. Yeah, and the so the tape from Dimension Polyant has a 1 mil polyester face. And then the DSM tape has a 0.8 DCF face. Isaac, you mentioned that it can help uh, mitigate seam elongation strengthen the seam. Carter, could you elaborate on that? Kind of more, just elaborate on that a little bit more for us. Sure, yeah. So for these, to, as Jameson mentioned, there are basically two types of tape. We've got the the DCF repair tape that has the DCF on it, and then we have the DP tape that has the film on it. Uh, they both basically do the same thing, right? Um, they literally stick to the threads and the fabric together to keep them in place. So most of the tapeable fabrics actually pretty much all of them, are laminated, which means that every time you poke a hole in it with a needle, it's literally just a hole. So you need some way to keep those holes from getting larger, and this does that. Yeah, and when Carter says, like, you know, the hole is literally a hole because it's laminated, typically in a, a woven fabric, you know, a needle would go between the threads, and that kind of, like, repairs itself after the needle comes out. But with the lamination, you don't have that. So what are the two differences between the tapes? So one's DSM, one's DP. Are they the exact same construction? You said one is polyester. One's got some DCF there. Just do more there. Uh, yeah, so basically with the DCF tape, um, 
one of the main functions that it offers is that it literally can also be used as a patch for like DCF material. So since it has a whole piece of 0.8 DCF on top of it, you can like use it to patch a hole or something like that and it will keep the integrity of your project. It also has similar flexibility characteristics to 0.8 DCF because that's a very thin material. So as you crunch your bag up or pack it away or whatever, it tends to stick better over a long period of time. Uh, whereas the DP tape basically has just a plastic film on the top, which is great for making it waterproof and also making the seams like nice and stiff and strong, but it doesn't have the same flexibility characteristics. So like over time, especially if you were taping like a really lightweight, like 0.51 DCF, you might see that like those uh, be flexible at different rates. It sounds like there's a weight, or not a weight, I guess there's partially weight, but also like a thickness difference between them that like if the DCF tape is a lot more pliable to fit in kind of the, the folds and nooks and whatnot in the fabric, and the DP tape is a lot more, well not a lot, but some rigidity, but there's also probably a difference in like the total thickness of the tape, right? Yeah, yeah, well that's exactly what it, like that, that polyester on top is like a one mil polyester film, whereas DCF I think, altogether might be half a mil or something don't quote me on that but i think it has pet that's 0.25 and 0.25 with dyneema fibers in the middle so it's just a thinner product overall yeah uh i mean the other one of the other cool aspects about the dp tape though i mean we've kind of mentioned that it is a little more rigid and a little thicker but the cool part about it is it's much cheaper uh, for uh, on our website for a one yard section, it's about two dollars, uh, I think, a piece. And then there's also a, a much easier supply chain for that product. Gotcha. So, as most of you know, DCF is a little hard to get these days, and the DB tape, since it's just a plastic film, it's a lot easier for us to get that. Gotcha. So we're gonna continue down this line. We're gonna try to answer questions for beginners, but also maybe more advanced makers all the way along the line for tape. But let's let's migrate from what the tape is and how they differ to what fabrics you can use tape on. So, you know, from a standard pack fabric like 500E Cordura to Ultra 400, what sort of characteristics about a fabric make it tapeable? So this, this is kind of a two-part answer. Um, for the most part, with a seam sealing PSA tape, uh, any of our fabrics, or any, any fabric really, that has a film backing is going to be something that you can use that PSA on. So that's going to be you know, X-Pack, X-50, or the RX line, or the Challenge Outdoors uh, EP LX line, or Ultra, um, I mean obviously DCF, and so that's kind of, those are the main things that you can use that tape on because it's a plastic surface, right? So that's going to be easier to tape on. Um, and then there are other fabrics that you can tape um, that, that don't have film backings, but that's going to be dependent on the coating, right? So a PU coating is going to allow for taping, but a siliconized coating is not. So any kind of, any of our like sealed nylon or sealed poly, uh, those things are not going to be taped because it'll just slide right off. So it seems like, I guess in the past, I've thought about fabrics being like tapable, yes or no. And it's probably not that binary. It's almost as if there's a, 
a spectrum of like you could tape on a PU, but it's going to be a different like adhesion standard to taping on like an ultra fabric with that's got like a really good RUV backing. Yeah, I think, um, well, for example, ZPAX on their R call series for years now has used uh, like a 210D grid stop similar to our HDPE, uh, which is a PU coated um, material. And they've taped like using the DCF tape just fine. Like that's a product that they sell. Thousands and thousands of miles are on that. But it's not this. A, they're probably doing some prep work in advance to promote the adhesion. But yes, I think we're talking about a spectrum here um, of just like overall adhesion properties. So something that has more surface area for the tape to stick, the smoother the surface that you're taping on, the more likely you are to have uh, good adhesion. And then there's also some other tapes, uh, you know, like heat applications, uh, like what you'd see on a rain jacket or waterproof breathable. But that's a different story. So give us the direct product list. What fabrics have a high adhesion property? So like not like the PU or 210D, what fabrics would you say have a really great tapable backing? So Isaac mentioned most of these, but I'll just say them again. Uh, you have DCF, EPLX from Challenge, an EcoPack line. Uh, the X-Series X-Pack, although we only have the X-50 right now, we will be expanding that. There's an X-21, there's an X-10. There's yeah, X-10 and 11. Uh, so any of those also have a film backing, and then there, uh, the Ultra line from Challenge as well, and then Venom is kind of in the middle because that's technically TPU, but it tends to uh, stick better than a regular PU, but not as well as the film. So that's our 3.9 Venom, whatever it's called. 3.9 ounce Venom. The cool stuff, you know. UHMWPE. Yeah. That's how you pronounce that. <laughs> that's also what I say. All right, so let's migrate from... Uh, what fabrics you can to now application. Uh, there's a lot of questions to go with there, but how do you go from sewing a project to then taping? When would you choose the tape versus do something else? And then how would you literally put the tape onto a project? Uh, so, okay, yeah, there's a lot there. Try to unpack it quickly. So, we'll when, go slowly, actually. When, we can take this time. When would you choose to tape would be any time where you're using a laminate where, you, A, you're worried about waterproofness, B, you're worried about... Um, like clogging those holes so that you don't create like perforations. And then also I think there's something to be said for uh, having like, especially for like a backpack, having there be like nothing to catch on the inside of the bag because it can make it completely flat. Uh, and then I think there's also consideration for just this, the way that your seat, your pattern goes together, right? There are some patterns of different bags and things that would make it very difficult to tape because you really need to have like a flat surface to be able to do that. So you might have to bind those edges because or let's just say you had a crazy like circular pattern like it's going to be really hard to try to get tape all the way around some parabolic crazy shape um so that might be an instance where you decide huh ideally from the beginning maybe i use a different material that has better seam uh, or better stitch holding characteristics so that i can just bind it um as far as how you go about seam taping i think it's pretty straightforward just like if you were wrapping a present or something you don't want the the Christmas paper to be, is that what it's called? Wrapping paper. That's right. <laughs> Christmas paper, whatever, guys. From Birthday the South, paper. okay? You know? Um, they, like, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to crumple up your paper and then try to tape it and fold it together, right? Because it would look terrible and the tape wouldn't stick very well. Same thing for seam taping. You want to try to have your seam on a flat surface. Um, you're going to want to peel your tape, which uh, some people have trouble with. 
the way that you do, I have no idea what you're talking about. The way that you peel DCF tape, and the way that I found is don't hold it up in the air and try to like peel it. You will never do that. <laughs> you will, it's not like a mozzarella string cheese stick. Okay, get it down on the table and just peel up the corner with your fingernail. I I prefer All the right. left corner. I'm a left corner guy. There are right corner guys and gals out there, um, but that is right. the tip to do that. And then make sure your fabric's tight, taut. And then, obviously, pressure sensitive. So put pressure on it. All right. Press it. That's a good overview. And now we're going to dial it back, reel it in, you know? Under pressure. Good song. So we're, we're dialing it back here. From So you've, you've identified a seam that should be taped, something like a nice backpack seam or dry bag is probably a good one to do some taping on. Uh, once you, you flip your project inside out because you just sewed it, or you, you keep it inside out, whichever way you have it, you identify that seam, okay, we're going to be doing a, an eight-inch seam right here, is I've heard a lot about cleaning. Yeah, should you, you should clean your surface? Why? Uh, I touched on it a little bit earlier, um, but you want to use like any type of solvent or whatever that would be an adhesion promoter, so rubbing alcohol or something like that. You want to have the cleanest surface so that the tape and the material are touching each other as much as possible. So if you have dirt and dust or saliva or whatever you might have in dog between. Hair. Yeah, dog hair. Never happened to Isaac. That just makes sure that the tape sticks okay. as best so as it can. First step, identify your seam. Second, clean the area that you're about to tape. After that, uh, you, in the, in the outline, this is a good joke, I wrote you should taunt the fabric. Uh, you probably shouldn't taunt it because it's being nice to you, but you should keep it taut. Stupid fabric. Stupid. <laughs> Why do you want to keep the area flat like that? Uh, so basically, you want to keep the area as flat as possible so that you have the best adhesion on the entire surface of the tape, right? So It's kind of like when you iron a dress shirt and you iron the crease in there. That's yeah, what's happening to your fabric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like if you are putting on, um, I mean, going back to the, the gift wrapping example, right? If you like put your tape on crooked, then you're going to have like a weird crease in the tape and it's just going to make your beautifully wrapped package look like garbage. Um, same thing with your project. You want to have that tape as flat as possible, as smooth as possible so that, you know, it covers the entire surface and doesn't allow any water or dirt or anything like that to get up underneath that tape. Another great example using the same present analogy would be trying to, because you also need it to be like on a flat surface like would be trying to wrap your present while holding your present in the air <laughs> instead of taping it and stuff while it's on the ground and you have something to press on. Like, yeah, that, that would be very so, difficult. So for all of our astronaut listeners out there, um, tell us how you do it in space. I'd really like to know. Good call. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of them. I mean, we do have listeners in like Lithuania, but probably not space. Yeah. You don't know. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, Buzz, uh, Buzzsprout, the podcast hosting, does not give you uh, intergalactic data, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. We have Space Force. It won't be long before we have intergalactic data. <laughs> uh, identify the seam, clean the area, uh, pull the tape up. Like Carter said, pin the tape down, peel up a little bit of plastic. I'm a right corner guy. Uh, Isaac, are you right or left, actually? Uh, I go whichever, whichever one is easiest. I go, so I pinch the tape down with my left, like my index and middle finger of my left hand, and then use my right index finger to like peel the plastic up a little bit. And then you taught me to use tweezers, normally for my Swiss Army knife that yeah. I conveniently keep in my backpack. Yeah. But actually, so I do it like the opposite side of the tape. So I, I uh, scratch up the DCF side. Yeah, that's what I do too. 
I think he's just saying plastic as if he was using the DP tape. Oh, no, I definitely, like, even, like, I put the DCF, like, the face of the DCF facing down, and then just rip up the plastic and what? then separate those. You're doing that wrong, bro. But I mean, you can rip the plastic, and then it just comes right up. But then you could be peeling off part of the adhesive. But it, Well, I, why don't you guys comment on uh, the podcast here and tell us if you uh, peel up the DCF side first or the adhesive backing? That's first. a good question. I want to see... I want to see how everybody peels That's up their tape. We need a submission of tape. Okay, so we're going through the list here. You're going to apply. When you're applying pressure, tips on getting your tape evenly applied so you're not having air bubbles or little bits that are not that well done. Let's take it slow like you would put on a screen protector on your phone. Don't pull off 17 feet of tape and then tr- peel off the backing and then try to stick that all on. Go <laughs> You know, a little bit at a time, press it down, let a little bit more off the uh, backing, press it down, you should be good. I mean, it's at a certain point, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to do it, and you can watch a few videos that we've made, or a few videos out there on the internet, but do it a couple times, and you'll figure out what works best for you, and you'll quickly realize, oh, I just peeled off this whole thing, and now it's stuck to my leg and the floor, and you'll know not to do that again. Isaac, enlighten them in the tape roller. Uh, so the tape roller, um, we have one on our website, and we can link it in the show notes. Uh, but is basically like if you've ever been driving down the highway after uh, you know the DOT has repaved the highway or whatever, <laughs> uh, and you see the giant machine with like a roller on the front, like a giant wheel, it's basically that, but hand-sized for your fabric. So it's like... A handle with a like a one inch wide wheel on it, and you can just use that to like, you know, press down your fabric and just rolls along. That turned out to be a good analogy, but I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea where you were going as soon as you said DOT. <laughs> yeah, dude, steamroller. Steam or roller, like a like a rolling pin for baking. Yeah, that's that's boring. I don't bake. Anyway, yeah, tape roller is huge. I have definitely adopted the tape roller. Um, Carter is. Carter's a king at finding random items around, so you can use, like, the back of your scissors, the back of your thread snips. Sharpie. Um, a Sharpie. I used a Sharpie for, like, it, always until we got the tape rollers because I was not going to buy one, which yeah. is surprising because I literally buy, buy everything. everything with reckless abandon. But <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason, I refused to buy that. Uh, but now I definitely use one. Yeah. Just another way to get all the air out and yeah. really activate that adhesive and then once you get that pressed down, then you just wait for it to cure, which is the last step in the process. Okay, so let's touch on curing. What happens in the curing period, and how long should that be? Uh, so this, these, both of these tapes cure at around room temperature, which means you don't need to. It's not a heat activated tape. It doesn't. Well, I don't even know if there's a frozen activated tape. That probably is counterintuitive. <laughs> but you just put it on there, and then just let it sit for like a day, and then it's good to go. I think it might reach maximum strength after probably 48 hours, but 24 hours is is plenty uh, unless you're like really need something that if you're trying to make like a super dry bag, you might want to wait as long as possible. But I've made a pack liner and then taped it and then waited like four hours and then packed it and went on a trip and it's okay been fine. Uh, that, was, that was my next question: was how like how bad is it if you tape it and then throw your dry bag in your bottom of your pack for after a couple hours of taping like is you are you going to have really bad results immediately or is it going to be okay no it'll probably be okay i mean again that's some of that goes to what type of fabric you're using and how strong the adhesion is from the beginning 
uh, you have a much higher chance of it being fine. But I've never had tape fail before that I can think of, and I've done everything from tape it and use it to leave it for five days to leave it for six months. I don't. Sure. I'm sure there are instances, uh, depending on how you do it, where it may that may be a problem. So I would just say wait, wait a day. Okay. And you'll be good. Yeah. That makes sense. So the final pr- step is uh, letting it cure, leaving that for room temperature a day or so. Now, what are the limitations to tape? And we'll touch on other tapes next question for anybody thinking about double-sided and stuff. But what are the limitations or what do you need to look at? So you've had a, a stuff sack that's been taped for two years now and the tape's kind of starting to do weird stuff. Like are there, are, what are some good examples other than what we talked about earlier, like binding? Any limitations or concern or something you should be aware of before starting out to tape something? I mean, I think the limitations are what we talked about, which are it's difficult in some scenarios. It's not the, it's certainly not the most efficient manufacturing process. So if you're trying to make anything quickly or in bulk, like it's it's difficult to tape a bunch of stuff because if you have a binding attachment or a machine that's dedicated sure, to that, sure. you can just zip it through. Uh, if your tape is like the good thing about tape, actually, I would say that it's a hindrance. I would say that it's a positive. Is that you can just retape it, right? Yeah. Pull the old tape off clean it up and follow the same process that we outlined and then just tape it back. Um, so yeah, the limitations would be if, well, actually I think it's perfect. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> limitations I mean, are pattern, like ways yeah. that it would fit into your pattern and then yeah. possibly strength. There could be cases where binding is actually stronger yeah, depending then, on the fabric. And then also made. structure. Like if you, if you're using that seam or you, need that seam to provide structure like to your backpack or something then binding it is going to make that stronger not not necessarily stronger but more stiff that sure. makes sense. yeah okay uh so moving away from our seam sealing tapes directly there are other types of tape that we carry or things that could be called psa's or tape uh like double-sided tape tenacious tape no so patches even touching on like seam grip and stuff, but let's dial that back to double-sided tape. Uh, it seems like the characteristics are going to be really similar. It's a PSA. You need to apply pressure. still need to clean the area. still need to identify a good place to do that. Um, anything else for double-sided tape? So the double-sided tape that we carry is literally the same tape as the other one. It's just that they've already put on the... Yeah, the other one being the DCF. Yeah, the DCF repair tape is the double-sided tape, but with the DCF put on it already. So you could take the double-sided tape and make your own tape. Let's say you wanted to use one of the other film-backed products that we have. You can make the tape out of that instead and have a different face on there. Yeah, so like, just for an example of that, I uh, back in our one-year anniversary episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was episode 21? 28, I think. 28, okay. Um, when we had Matt on, we did like a sew-off. I made a sling pack with uh x50 and then on the inside of it i used the double-sided tape to cut out like some circular x50 patches and i put the double-sided tape on the circular patch and then but before i had applied the double-sided tape i sewed on like a loop onto that patch and then i was able to use that patch and just stick it to the inside of that sling pack as like a an attachment point for like keychain or or whatever cuz then that's a like a no sew addition 
yeah. to something. That's yeah. What, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And you can add that in like afterwards. So if you made like a, a DCF backpack or something, and you wanted a spot inside where you could hang your your backpack, or you could like hang your fork or whatever where it's easily accessible, you can just use that double sided tape, stick it to whatever uh, fabric you want to use for the inside, and then pop it on. And you don't have to sew it. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect bear bag attachment, isn't it? Yeah. To the bear bag kit. Um, so other things, tenacious tape, no sew patches, seam grip. Uh, what are some other ways that we use PSA or even? Well, let's touch on the PSAs for now. We'll hold seam grip later. But yeah, those other options, um, other tips or, or applications for those. Um. Yeah, so tenacious tape is like a fabric-backed PSA, I believe. They they have like they have a ton of cool adhesion technology and products that they're using to patch everything from noceum mesh to yeah. jackets to actually silicone. They have a silicone uh, uh, a silicone what specific yeah silicone specific tape. Um, so we carry a few of those to like patch your gear up. No sew patches. Uh, another company that makes some pretty cool like custom logo uh, type rip gear repair patches and uh, customizable personality, show, your, show off your personality type deal. Um, yeah. Going back to the uh, Tenacious Tape patches though, one of the ones we carry is a reflective Tenacious Tape patch, which I think is really cool for putting on, uh, like uh, if you were making a bike bag for you know the, the back of your bike, whether you had a, a rack or like uh, some kind of uh, anything cage on the back of your bike somewhere, you can put those reflective patches on and then have a little more uh, visibility while you're riding your bike. Well, you guys have been backpacking with me. You know that uh, <laughs> literally every piece of gear that I can put reflective stuff on, I'm going to do that. So, yeah. like, my trekking poles have that tape on them. Yeah, I almost I, blinded myself. <laughs> like, I, I shined my headlamp on his trekking poles and – my eyes were almost seared out of my head. Collapsed. So, so I, yeah, I put that around a lot of stuff. I really like it being reflective. It takes one time for you to, like, get up to have to pee, and then sure. maybe you're disoriented a little bit, and then Knock you're, like... Knock at every guy line. <laughs> yeah. You're just, like, just... <laughs> Trip just over plowing through <laughs> somebody's hammock setup or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's really cool stuff. I recommend... Uh, I've also laser-cut patches out of that Tenacious Tape before and put it on my gear. So like I have that's pretty cool. My trail name is Intimidator, as some of you know. So like, my, nobody knows that my first aid kit has a, th a laser cut three, like a Dale Earnhardt three out of the reflective tape, which Who? is pretty sick, dude. If you don't stop, I'm gonna come across this table like a wildcat. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that's really cool. It seems oh, you like a spider monkey. <laughs> One thing that I really like about tape is the, I mean the the possibilities are endless and maybe that's a really cliche thing to say because it is definitely it's kind of myog as a whole but i mean even just what we talked about now like no so patches the company but also like no so patches you can make out of dcf like you can make your own repair tape you can use tape to make no so bags as a whole like isaac was making one earlier this week i mean that's all with tape so it's going to be different from a stitch but it takes your opportunities from like simply sewing to opening and opening them up to a lot of other things which is which is very rad all right, Isaac, you said it was going to get sticky. We've kind of been through it all. Double-sided tape, single-sided tape, no sew, so on, so forth. Yeah, so uh, as always, if you guys have any questions about tape or tape-adjacent topics, hit us up through one of the avenues, uh, Instagram, YouTube, 
Zendesk or whatever ticketing software we use now. I don't know. Um, let us know. We're happy to answer any questions. And whatever you do, uh, make sure that you don't tape your backpack using the double-sided tape and then leave the paper on because I promise it won't look cool. Yeah. Uh, last note, just want you all to keep in mind that we are really stuck on you. <laughs> Isaac, you're never going to be on the podcast again. That's Fired. It. You're out of here. Uh, thanks for dealing with everything today. I know it's kind of awkward, our setup. There's probably some audio and some video stuff that's still to be worked out. Um, but we've taken your survey results to heart. We're very lo much looking forward to what the podcast can be. So all of this is in hopes to generate more content for you all um, and a lot more experienced makers. So thanks. Thank you guys so much.